Welcome to episode four of Mysteries and Beliefs podcast, and I will be your host, John. On today's episode, we're going to talk about psychic mediums, one of your favorites. Definitely one of my favorites. So guys, stay tuned for the show. Welcome back, everybody. Today, psychic mediums and remote viewers. So, who's your favorite? Uh, I have several. I can't just name one. There's, yeah, I have Kim Russo, John Edwards, um, the OG Sylvia Brown. I'm trying to think of who else offhand. I mean, there's so many. I know back in the day, she was the go-to for Montel. Montel Williams, On yeah. his show. Yeah. We used to watch a lot of the psychic TV shows. Well, what I well, remember... Go ahead. I was going to say the favorite TV shows that we used to watch. Oh, I thought you meant of her readings in general. Um, are you talking about the kind of shows that we watch similar to that? Yeah, this. Oh, like Sally Jesse Raphael when they did the specials for uh, Halloween and things like that, or when they featured a guest on there. They had astrologers or um, numerologists and stuff like that. Those tend to be our favorite. Remember, we used to watch Medium, Patricia Arquette. Oh yeah, Medium back in the day. We watched that. That was a go-to. Ghost. What was it? Ghost Whisperer. Ghost Whisperer. Jennifer Love. Yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Your girlfriend. Yeah, she is the beast, though. Tell me she ain't. Um, But my number one favorite was Had to Be With My Boy. Who? Oh. Let me me lead in with a movie that we used to watch, that we watched several times. What was that? He ain't even got his license, Lisa. You don't remember Weird Science? Oh, yeah, I remember Weird Science, but I... Anthony Michael Hall was who played in the movie or the TV show Dead Zone. Oh, yeah, Dead Zone. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was my go-to there. Yeah, I like I used to watch that all the time, but it was weird. That movie was old. I think they filmed the original one in in the 70s with Christopher Walken. The TV show, I think the TV show was better than the actual movie. Right. They had. Yeah. But, you know, with all the TV shows that we used to watch and all the psychic things. Why what, do you think we're drawn to those? I, I was going to ask you that. What made you drawn to psychic? Well, we like paranormal stuff, paranormal phenomena. In general. In I general. like anything in relation to the universe and the unknown. So, I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be paranormal, but it could be science-based for sure. That's what I'm drawn to. And that definitely is, un- we can't prove it and we can't disprove it. So that's nope. part of my obsession with it because I'm always trying to debunk whatever it, it is. And, you know, some things we can explain and some we can't. J- just like uh, with Sylvia Brown, some of the, her readings, some people were, were able to say, no, that didn't happen. But um, some people are saying, okay, it did. It's a whole, like, she. there's controversy around these mediums in general. Of course. With the issue of them doing cold reads, 
you know, some of them giving out cards when you go to their, um, you know, go to see them at their, at their shows. Um, you know, to me, if I were to see any psychic, psychic medium, I would have to walk up to them out of the blue. They never seen me before. And they tell me something about myself. Then eh, some of them, I would believe that you have a gift. Right. Did I ever tell you about my experience with one? No. Well, you were with me with a couple of them. Do share. Well, with um, the, you were with me when we went to Atlantic City and we, and in Vegas, do you remember? Oh, do you know, that's, I was going to bring that up too. But in reference to Vegas, that one time we wanted to go wanted to go see John Edwards, yeah, and we we went to the Flamingo, and he was gone. Was it the Flam- it Flamingo? It was Flamingo. Or Planet Hollywood. No, it was the Flamingo. I I oh. think at that time Planet Hollywood wasn't even there. Oh, okay. That was one of the first times we started going there, and that's, that's right. When, that's right. That's when John Edwards had the TV when show. When he had the TV show, and all that stuff. Yep, I remember that. That's when we first started going to Vegas. Yeah, that's why I said I don't think I don't think Planet Hollywood was. Did you was feel there. weird like walking by the stage that he kind of like the auditorium that he was in? Did that feel weird to you? Well, it did because I don't know. Like well, energy, I, I'm not trying to be weird. I'm just saying I just felt weird when we kept walking by because we ate at the Flamingo. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And every time we walked by the auditorium, and he's in there, it yeah. just. But the vibe to, was kind of not to interrupt your story. I'm gonna let you go. I'll let you go back to what you were referring to. Oh, you're talking about my experience. In yeah, general? your experience. Then oh, okay. I'll say something about the energy. Okay. Well, okay. Which one am I talking about? I lost track. You said Atlantic City and Vegas. So, okay, the very first time I had a reading was um, the, I've had readings several times. And I've learned since then to not have readings because of the whole energy transference. I'm a big. Um, Someone I'm, passing off bad energy. Yeah, to I'm you. really big into that now because, you know, especially since Atlantic City, I just you don't let everyone read you because you don't know where that's coming from. You don't know what place they're coming from or anything like that. And um, so the first time is when I worked for the newspaper. And it's a huge newspaper. And someone called in to fact check a story. And we had to fact check it, of course. We had to tell the person, you know, usually if someone called just a short story, they would call and say, this is not fact. You guys need to do more investigating. And we have to tell them where we got our sources and where to look for. And if it was an error on our part, we would have to take it to editorial. Anyhow. This lady said, uh, I, w- I kept putting her on hold because it, w- it had to be after like 6 p.m. in the evening. And she, we ha- were just having a great conversation while I was on hold. I was, she wanted to actually speak to the, um, the editor of the article or the, um, the writer of the article, not the actual editor. Um, no, she wanted to speak to the editor, if I can recall. So, and he's pretty popular. So. I had to, um, I was trying to get in touch with them. They normally work late, 24 hours actually. Um, News never sleeps. So 
um, she started um, getting emotional. And I said, are you okay? What's wrong? And she said, oh, I'm just tending to my husband. Um, He's elderly. And, you know, we're just elderly. We just live by ourselves. And a lot of times when that happens, when they call in, it's because most times they want someone to talk to. That's in general. If you've ever answered a phone at any place and an old person, older person has answered the phone, they usually like to talk and have a friendly conversation. So that's what we were having. And then she said, started getting so sad. I didn't tell you this story. No, I don't remember. She started getting so sad. And I said, what's wrong? She said, I'm, I, the things that have happened to you. And I said, oh, and I said, me, you're talking to me. I thank you. That, that was a, that was a long time ago. Long time ago. That was one of the first people that read me. That was when you were working upstairs in the building, right? That was one. Yes, I remember that. Third floor. That's when I was working. And I said, what, Why? And every time, and I know that there's one guy, I don't, I don't know if I even should shout out his name, but, um, but so anyway, she was so emotional, but she was so accurate. And like, um, she said, I don't want to repeat the things that have happened to you. Um, but she gave me like, um, she told me that I was going to be okay. And she told me like just some random things that you would, you would go, oh, okay. Thank you for telling me that. But it weirded you out that she knew something intimate about you just through a phone. You know what I mean? She said, I, oh, so let me back up. So I said, how do you know this stuff? Because she started saying random things. She said, oh, I just do little things. She said, I have a little bit of a gift. And I believe she lives in like somewhere small, like one stop sign town in uh, North Carolina. And she said, oh, I just dabble in it, just something to do to pass the time and stuff. And, and, oh, I said, oh my goodness, read me. And, um, as soon, so she was already emotional. As soon as I gave her my birthday and, um, I gave her my birthday and I don't remember what else I gave her. And I was smiling and my smiling turned to crying because then she got emotional again. And she said, I don't even want to repeat this or that. And when you were small and I was going, golly, is it, was it that bad? I don't even remember it. So then uh, she said, um, she was just saying that everything is going to be okay. And that I liked what, what resonated with me was that it was going to be okay. And that, um, I draw people to me or I like to uh, please people. So, and I said, or just make people happy. That's my, that's what makes me happy is to make other people happy. Something to that effect. I'm, those are my words, not hers, but that's what stuck with me. And I just said, okay, that's all right. And she gave me a couple of other things and she told me uh, what numbers to look for, stuff like that. And then I was so... I was just amazed because that's never happened. I'm how how accurate she was. So I called my sister. I called my sister. I thought it was Deanne that you called. Nope. No, I didn't. I didn't call her. I called my other sister, and she said um, she called her back, and she said no. She told her. She said no. I don't really do readings. She said please, I'd like for you to read me. And then she gave my sister the same, or she gave, my sister provided the same information. And she said, uh, replied to her and said, I I don't have anything for you. And I don't know what that meant. And she said, are you sure she was accurate? And I said, she was dead on. And she told me to call her back, this lady. 
And uh, I never called her back, but um, I always thought about her and I always would, um, you know, if I came across that particular editor or if he did something similar, like a, a similar story, then it would remind me of her. That was the the one of the first times. And then the second time, he was a, um, everybody would, I mean, not everybody, but if maybe if you're in that realm or that's your thing, you would probably know this gentleman again at the same newspaper at my job. He called and I was trying to, I, I think I was just trying to disregard him. This is years later, years, probably about six years later, I was trying to disregard him. Oh, but this was in between us going to Vegas, by the way, Vegas and I believe um, Atlantic City. So he started off, he's, I, something was inaccurate and he didn't want me to fact check his information. And I told him that that's what we do. We fact check. And he didn't want me to do any of that. He wanted to go straight to the editor and complain about the particular article. He called it a rag whatever the case may be. And before I could transfer him, he said, oh yeah, you're going to transfer me and you're going to try to make sure um, you you get to someone. And I said, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I started getting irritated because I thought he was being that's a That's your dip. job, right? Yeah, that's my job. I thought he was just, and he said, no, Lisa, you're going to transfer me because you like to make people happy. And I said, yeah, well, I mean, you're calling in our paper. This is why we exist for people like you. And he said, I'm going to tell you something else about you, Lisa, before you transfer me. And I said, okay. And I said, if with all due respect, I'm just going to go ahead and transfer you over. And I was just going to drop him in the voicemail. That we don't typically do because it's editors. They're not going to, you know, they're inundated with so many calls um, throughout the day. They don't, there's very few editors that will say, I'll check my voicemail. So, uh, especially when it's time to go to print. They're not thinking about what you felt about, them. you know, not at the moment, not in the, you know, it's due time. That's what, you know, so, and it was, it happened to be in the evening too. It was, it had to be maybe around six ish because I think we left around seven, if I'm not mistaken. So, and he said, you're a people pleaser and that's what you do. And I said, okay, yeah, I do. And he said, and you want to know what else? I'm trying to think of what he said other than the people pleaser. So it reminded me of that lady. I said, oh, here we go again. This somebody else is going to tell me because I at the end of the day, I took it with a grain of salt. I was like, OK. And then he was saying that. Um, that I would have to my job in life is to find balance between making people happy and making myself happy and but creating it like it's a job. Like my job is to make people, that would be my employment or something to that effect, something to that effect. And I can't remember what else he said, but there, there was so many things. And I said, you know, when you, he was already kind of like a dick. So I was going, okay, all right. And then he said, I'm going to tell you my name, but I'm going to hang up and I'm going to call right back because I'm going to call you on whatever line it is. And I said, okay. So I wasn't expecting him to call back and he did. And he said, I don't want you to Google it right now. Google it when you get, when we get off the phone. And then he started telling, he said, but I, I needed to get off that phone for whatever reason. He uses it for his business or something. I don't know. So he calls me back and then he's telling me more things about myself. Like, um, 
childhood, um, um, all re- in relation to if somebody was mad at me, then I would try to make it better. Something like whatever it was in that instance, it made sense. And I said, I was thinking to myself, well, doesn't everybody like if it's their dad, don't you seek approval from your dad or, you know what I mean? Or if you've upset your parents, don't you want to make that better? That's the worst thing to feel is your parents' disappointment. So I wasn't even, it didn't sit with me other than he said the same thing she said. And I said, oh, it's probably common that they, yeah. That you know what I mean? It's a common thing that they tell people. Oh, you like to people please. Well, doesn't everybody that's your job look? I'm answering the phone for you, and you're kind of being a dick to me. So, um, anyhow, he said by the end of it, I, we ended up having a great conversation, and he was telling me about how long he's read the paper and things like that. And uh, he, I said, you were spot on with some things. He said, I. He said, I. I don't do. I didn't do too bad. And then he said, okay, so I'm going to tell you my name. And um, I I can't remember what else, but I said, oh, and then I'll call you. He said, oh, you're definitely going to call me. And I said, oh, is that like a, like a, what do you call it? Um, A mind trick. You're going to tell me to call and then so I'm going to say no, but then I'm going to think about it. And then I do. He said, no, you're absolutely going to call me. And then you call him. It'll be a 1999. No. So he said, he, well, get this he does charge that later looking to on his website he does charge it but he doesn't charge he used to charge per minute back in the day oh yeah but now he charges like a group call rate. me now he charges but he has his own site he has his own everything and it's him you're talking to so um what was that chick's name that was call me now i can't remember she passed away a couple of years ago i can't remember her name yeah, that was the big one on the yeah, Javakin. Javakin. Mm, yeah. So she, um, or he, he gave me, and I guess what resonated with me with both of them is, is why did they both say that? Other than I, that's my job is to listen to your crap. Other than no, I mean, I, I just because I can't debunk it, I want to know how they figured that out or where they got that from. And then, so wait, just to button it up, he said, you're going to call me and you're going to go to the website. I know you are. Just look it up. And Lisa. And he sparked sparked interest in you. He sparked it. So he knew I was going to look it up. Oh, you know why too? Because I said, okay. Um, I said, "I, I typically don't believe in stuff like this or whatever. And he said, no, you do. He said, I've piqued your curiosity for sure. And he called me. That's, I mean, but that's anybody. You tell someone you're a psychic and then you give them one little small tidbit that could be a generalization for everybody, right? So um, he said, Lisa, you are going to call me. He said, it's not going to be anytime any soon. You're not going to uh, call me now. He said, in a couple of years, you're going to call me. He said, it might not even be a couple of years, but before you leave, this planet, you are going to call me. And uh, he he has not been right so far, but, well, okay, technically he's been right because I did, I did call his line, but only to see if he remembered me. <laughs> but I called, I called, um, uh, I went to his website and I looked him up and he was saying how he got this where he got his gift and all of that stuff from. And he said, if, 
if I'm inaccurate or anything like that, um, then it could be someone around you or what have you. But he also offered a money back guarantee. If he's not spot on, he will give you your money back. So he did like the dead zone. He was in a coma. Then he came out of the coma, and then he something had psychic powers. No, 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 no. Nah, His, I was something just referring was referring to oh. dead zone. Yeah, no, it was something random, like something in a window. Something happened when he was a child at, at a window. Either someone fell, he saw something fall, or he fell. I can't remember the story, but it's on his website. I mean, he's pretty popular, this guy. But if I get... said his name and the people that are in that, they'll say, oh, I know this guy. I mean, he's not he's not world-renowned where he's TV official, but he they probably he's probably a friend of a friend kind of thing. So um, I think he lives like in Pennsylvania or something, maybe Jersey. Somewhere near there. But you hear that quite often from some of these psychics that they've had some near-death experience or some type of accident that yeah. gave them their powers. Um, but do you think that it could be just there are programs, you know, even a government used programs, to teach like CIA agents how to read people, read right. voices. Of course, he couldn't see your body. Right. But read your voice, right? The happiness in your voice, the tone in your voice, yeah. and even by how you respond to questions. Yeah. One of the things that brings to mind is that TV show with Dan Brown. Dan Brown was—I um, don't know what, if he was a magician or something like that—that that he would trick people or put things in people's minds. Oh, yeah. He plant the seeds. Yeah, plant the seed in your mind. Yeah. And, I remember that. Yeah. And the, one, of the, one of my favorites was, uh, what's his name? Sean. He played in Shaun of the Dead. God, I can't pull his name right now. But he asked him, they gave him a, a, a piece of paper and wrote down on a piece of paper what he wanted for his birthday. Right. So he came into the room and he started asking asking him a series of questions. Right. So long story short, at the end of it, he said, I want a BMX bike. Oh, yeah. I remember that episode. He said, a BMX bike? He said, what made you think? He goes, I don't know. I just wanted a BMX bike. He said, and he pulled out the paper and said, you wanted a leather jacket for your birthday. And at the end of the show, it showed how he planted the seeds in his mind to want a, a BMX bike. He explains it. The yeah, whole, he explains the yeah. whole thing. And it's sort of, there's a word for it, but planting the seed is best. Yeah. Is the best description. I can't, I can't remember the name of, um, which God, I wish I could pull it out of, out of my head, what they call people that, that can do that. Yeah. Um, but again, this go back to the CIA programs or government programs. They've done that before. And that's yeah. why I, you know, I kind of lumped in um, psychic mediums with remote viewers. Right. Because you're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say looking into the future sure. or or looking to, into people's past. Um, but with the remote viewers, the programs that they had back in the 60s and the 70s, um, the government, they got these people to they tried to get a program together to use in the military to find secrets or you know find out different locations right. uh, things like that 
you know, with the conclusion of that, they they couldn't find any clear evidence that it works. Right. When it comes back to the, the psychics, you know, have they trained themselves to actually look at people and read people? Because that's why I, I think a lot of it is just basic information. Yeah. And you just kind of pick, you get a bunch of information because you notice if you watch the television shows, they kind of call out different things to you. And then if you, oh, you know, somebody died of a car accident, somebody, every, most people in their family have had some type of similar tragedies. Right. So it could have just like, you just pick certain things that relates to you and you go, oh my God, yeah, somebody did die in my family. Really? Somebody died. Somebody did have a birthday. Right. Really? That's what I was saying. Like, there's so many commonalities. I mean, why wouldn't they say that just in general? The lady was more accurate than this guy. He just told me I felt like it was more personality based. When my sister called him, she uh, paid the fee and she said he was accurate maybe um, three out of ten. And I, and, but I've always asked her because she's had life changing events that she never thought would happen. I've always asked her, what does she think about her reading now? And um, I haven't gotten a clear answer because what he told her were life changing events. And um, he pinpointed her cancer, but I wonder, you know what I mean? It happened in the past. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, it's definitely worth going back and speaking to her to see how dead he was on. But but commonalities for sure. Because it's hard to get to wrap your head around this whole thing because you can even bunch in numerology yeah. and astrology. That's in the Bible. So with with these things, because you said they ask, ask your birthday. <laughs> Do you recall in the paper and even the app that you have that they have... Do you get your sign and mm-hmm. it has something written? And yeah. oh my God, that's my that's my sign. That's me. That's me all the way. Right. So is that the same for everybody? That's yeah. the exact same sign that's born on your month? Exactly. It's because it's generalization. Yeah, right? it's just general. I, why can't it be personalized to you if it were any kind of realness? But do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember um, when we went to Atlantic City the first time? Or no, the second time? In the incident with our son, do you remember? About? His car accident? Yeah. So, I don't know if we've talked about it. Maybe just just casually, I think we spoke about it. So, this is what weirded me out. Do you remember? (laughs) There, that keyword again. Uh, When we were walking the boardwalk, and I said, gosh, there's a lot of birds. There's a lot of birds. Do you remember? And then they had all these birds just, I said, why are these birds just chilling all all over? And we went to the beach. I'm going there. There's all these birds. So we were walking back up. I just kept feeling strange the whole time. And which is not uncommon because anytime we go somewhere new, I'm, um, I am, I always have, um, I, I'm always uncomfortable, to, for lack of a better term. And I, I just can't fully enjoy myself because I'm always waiting for something to happen, right? Yeah, because you're so, not familiar with your surroundings. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. And it's hard to leave the kids, you know, mommy issues for sure. And so 
we I kept saying, gosh, there's these random birds. And I I we had a call from mom from my mom and she made me upset. It was something she upset me by. And I think it was something pertaining to my twin sister. And I said, gosh, this weekend is not good. Um, so we were walking near the boardwalk on the corner store. And you remember the gypsy looking lady? Yeah. And she came out and she said, I can read you. Yeah. Oh, we were talking to her or something. Like she said, do you want a reading? And each day, I think like that Saturday or something, we passed her a couple times. And she said, come on, you know you want to do it. And you were going, okay, you can, you could. She was a palm reader and she read my palm. And she said, Whatever she gave the first time totally didn't happen. She said, do you want to come inside? Remember, she invited me inside, but I yeah. would have to pay more. And yeah. I said, whatever this pays for, this is what I want. It was like five. I gave her like five, five bucks a tip. Five or bucks. Something like yeah, that. something like that. And so she read my palm and then she said, you're going to expect great things or something. And I said, oh. And then she said, this line means um, something is terrible is about to happen, but it's going to be okay. Something, my words, not hers. Something bad's going to happen. Something like that. And I said, well, I, why would I want a reading? That's not going to entice me to do another reading. I mean, I wanted to because I wanted her to tell me what it was. You don't put, even then I knew about energy. I just didn't know how powerful it is. I don't want you to tell me something like that and not finish it. So I was kind of irritated just because she said, i Everybody has something terrible happening. But yeah. why would you say that to me? That's so rude for five bucks, dude. So I was irritated. I know. But, you know, why can't you say something specific that's spot on, dead on to spot you? Spot on. Exactly. That's the thing. It's hard to believe. She'd that have probably got ten, 10 more dollars. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean. Like, she didn't. She's not a very good business. Gave woman. me your birthday. Um where you were born, your mama's name, your daddy's name, something, your grandpappy's name. I mean, yeah. just something specific, yeah. you know, specific to, you know, to you. She didn't, but do you remember we went back to the room and then we got a call in the middle of the night? Yeah. There, there you go. And I said, this bitch. Well, you can't blame that on anybody. No, but... How know, but, coincidental was that? Well, it could be a because I kept or, saying, you know, timing. It it could have been, but I was off that whole weekend. Like vibrationally, I was off. If that makes sense, and I kept saying something's about to happen. I said that. Oh, she said three days something was going to happen, and it wasn't in three days. It happened Sunday. Yeah, well, we got the call. It was Saturday, and we got the call Sunday. Or, well, early Sunday morning. Early Sunday morning, right. So, oh, did we go up there on a Friday? I feel like we were up there like two days or something. Um, We were spending, we were supposed to come home on Monday or something like that. Yeah. We went up on Thursday. Yeah. And because we were there for five days. In Atlantic City? Yeah, Mm -hmm. in Atlantic City. That's when we were had, that's when we were using the timeshare. Oh, so that's and right. Three, we couldn't do three days. It was like three it was five, five, like days five days or seven days. That's right. To, uh, for the and time she too. said within three days. That's why I think that's why it stuck with me because she said within three days something bad is going to happen. And I was like, don't do that. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, and all the birds, why were the birds just around me? And I said, oh, my mom loves birds. That's, remember, I kept saying, oh, my mom loves well, but birds. It wasn't your mom, though. No, it wasn't my mom, but I'm saying, 
when I first noticed the birds, I was going, look at all these birds. Mom would love this. Look at them. I know with these these mediums and these psychics, especially the ones that do like Hollywood yeah. or celebrities that are well-known, right. how can you do a reading on, you know, these people? Um, like the like that kid that you watch, the one that's on E Entertainment. Yeah, what's now, his name? Tyler Henry. Yeah, the Hollywood medium. Yeah, he actually he's been spot on with most of his stuff. Well, but uh, like I said, just you like have somebody, Alan Thick, you have somebody that's well known already, but he you doesn't can get know all anybody. the information out. You can say you don't know anybody sure these could. people and all that. It's just like when you meet a girl. And you've been actually watching her or keeping tabs on her for a while because right. you like her. Yeah. You know, no, I think, I think you can, it's their information about themselves are more accessible than just the general public. Nobody knew some of the stuff that that's why he, it, I like him a lot because no one knew these things. He said to Alan Thicke's wife to watch out. If you recall the story, he said, watch out, there's something going on with the heart. And uh, he told Robin that, or Alan that. And Alan said, not his wife, I'm sorry, he told, his, he told Alan that. He said, there's something going on with the heart. And he said, no, that, that doesn't really run in our family. But he's old, though. He was old then. No, whatever it was, no. Remember, what he had happened to him was so rare. He called it. It's, there's no, there was no rhyme or reason to call that particular, you know what I mean? How he said, just watch the show, that part, and then watch where, um, oh boy, I can't remember one of the rappers or something. He was spot on. Everything that he says, it's nothing that you could Google. Yeah, I know, but when That's it comes what I'm to saying. people that are already know, it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around or sure. believe some of that because their information is accessible. But that's what I'm saying. You can Google. That's why uh, Kim well, Russo says. Well, you don't even have to Google. If, if you can get medical records be. or whatever the case may be about Do you these think people, that he wanted to go do that? I mean, if you're making money. Well, he was already known in the celebrity you world know, so before that. I don't know. I'm, yeah, you're right. He well, could be. Well, another one, one of the big ones that you used to watch a lot back in the day was the Long Island Medium, too. Yes, I liked her. I like her. Teresa Caputo. The Long Island Medium, she would just go up to people. Yeah. And, and read them. And read them. Um, she said she feels feels the energy or whatever, and this is going to happen. You know, a couple of things with that. Just like I going back to what I was saying earlier, some people can be tr- trained themselves or trained to read people, yeah. people's body language, people's voices. Yeah. Um, but with with that, I, I it's you know just like anything that's. You don't understand. It's hard to actually wrap your head, your head around the whole thing. At first glance, you might think it's like scripted because the cameras are in there, yes. right? So, it, I mean, it could it very possibly well, be. It could possibly be because all those TV shows that they have, which are reality TVs, They're are scripted. scripted. They're yeah. not really reality scripted TVs reality, for sure. TV shows. But the um, Tyler's thing is, is that. He doesn't know the person or know who he's reading 
until he gets there. Some people he'll remember, and he'll say, oh, I remember him from this, or I remember him sort from Sort of that. like the dead files? When Similar she goes to in, the dead they, files. They never talk until the end of the I show. I like watching her more so for entertainment purposes. I, I don't, I, there's, there's no real valid reason why I would like think that that is that accurate yeah. in there, because yeah. I think some people might have, they might be mentally unstable. Kind of like, what's that show that was in PA near the, um, the university? Oh, yeah. Paranormal, paranormal States. Yeah. That's the one. And unfortunately, the gentleman, he, he is um, unstable in general, but the people that they went to go visit also could have the yeah, same Yeah, that's issue. true. Yeah. Yeah. I'll step back, for, back again to uh, another one of the popular mediums from back in the day is Sylvia Brown. She was chastised during, I think, the 90s on a case that the police pulled her in to get information about us, a case. Yep. But it wasn't, you know, none of it was accurate. Right. And so you can read people. Yeah. But when it comes to helping out, like, law enforcement or getting real tangible, usable information, you can't pull that out. And that's going, I can go and reference some of the research that has been done on psychic mediums. And again, that's why I lumped the remote viewers in in this. And back in the 70s, Russia was a big one. And here in the United States, we're big on psychic research because again, they wanted to use them for military purposes. Mind manipulation. Mind, well, the mind manipulation was the LSD one. That was the mind yeah. manipulation. Yeah. These are remote viewers. Sure. And our, the, what, the program that was run here in the United States was ran by the CIA. It was called the Stargate program. And it was run by a guy named Russell Targ. And there was actually a good Targ. Targ. There's an actually a good um, TV show. I think it's on Amazon Prime called Third Eye, and it uh? it's a documentary about the research of the Stargate program, remote viewing, and himself. He was initially started off as a physicist, and then he became a para parapsychologist also. And during this, he had one other gentleman or one of his prime people that he researched was named Pat Price. And they were the ones who, he was one of the ones who helped. PP for short. PP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so mature. Back when Patty Hearst was kidnapped, they called on them because they knew about this program that they were doing, um, research with ESP, remote viewing and all that. So they pulled them in and asked them, See if they to help with this case with Patty Hearst. Right. So he did his remote viewing and he spot on found where the kidnapped car was. They didn't find they they didn't find who kidnapped her. Right. But he pulled a name close to the actual person that kidnapped her. They found the car. And they found her, some of her, I guess, articles of clothing or something in the trunk of the car. 
Right. So that's the only close case that I've seen that can, you know, can validate some of the remote viewings and the, you know, psychic mediums to look for. But again, it's not, that's, they closed the case down or did they? Or closed the studies down or did they? Well, I know that they have psychologists and things like that by criminal traits and things like that. So I think that's the closest that they technically can get to, you know what I mean? Like what's the profile of this person? Typically murderers that do such and such. Mm. Yeah. So, um, that's probably as close as you're going to get. And, and, but what's the science behind that? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, especially for the psychics that walk up on people, if you, what is it? Could they be, could it, could they have followed you and watched your activities? They could have. I mean, that's, that wouldn't be. Would you even know that? Nope. You wouldn't know that. Why would you be paying attention? You wouldn't be paying attention. Yeah. So that's why sometimes I'm a little skeptical of some of those re- you know, people that read. If we stay on the case of, of science behind this, mm-hmm. everything in our universe is made of energy. Yes. And some people's energy stronger than other people's energy. Yes. And when you speak of someone being sensitive, is it that they're sensitive to others' energy? Yes. Because your electricity, you have energy. Some energies may be stronger than others. Right. So maybe they can feel that energy. Maybe. I mean, I believe that. I believe that. You you can't let people... I believe in transference of energy big time. And that's just generally speaking. If it doesn't feel right, it's, you know, hey, you just get a vibe and from people. And you're pretty good at that. You, you generally can tap into that stuff well before myself. I, I like everybody, and you're on more on the reserved. And do you think that's because you feel their energy or you just know that type of person? Like you, you see their demeanor and you go, oh, he looks like he's shady. Or is it something, yeah, or she looks kind of like she's a criminal. Do, do you, or is no, it more you can't vibration? really do that because. I'm asking you, what is, how do you do that? How do you know before me? I don't if know, I say you something can't, you, you can't really read a book by its cover. Sure. But something weird about that is, is I don't know if everybody is the same, yeah. but there are certain people that you come across within seconds, you just dislike this person. I've never had that happen. For no reason at all. Well, I take that back. I've had that happen, but it's only happened to me twice in my entire life. And I was dead on. Is it? I mean, these are people that I've never met before. I could tell you something at work. I never spoke to this lady. Never seen her before. She was in the office. She stood by me for a couple of minutes. She asked a question. And for, I mean, it was just very basic. And I just felt like I could just beat the shit out of her. That's not polite. I, honestly, You're not I don't. supposed to say that. I maybe. don't know what it was. It was just this lady gave me a feeling. Maybe like that. rephrase that and say she made you very angry and hostile. Well, she didn't make me hostile because I didn't have act hostile on it. feelings. Yeah, but it's it's just people. I don't know. Could it be just 
hormones, pheromones, or whatever also could be in play could there. Be. But for some reason, there are some people that I walk up on and you could just feel instantly that these people well, you, you've are... always had that. You, you know well before I do. And you'll say, see, I told you. Well, because you don't, you don't pay attention to people. Well, because I always like to think about the good in people first. And if I didn't get a bad vibe, then I think it's okay. I don't know people's intentions. I don't pick up on that. See, I still go by innocent until proven guilty. Sure, but you and also know... And the longer know... you're around someone, you can pick up... No, yours is almost immediate, and then you just try you try to give them the benefit of the doubt. But normally, if you feel on feel, yours is more um, intuition. Yeah, maybe it's intuition. I don't know what it is, but you've always been that way, and you just will have no interest, and you'll you'll say it in so many ways. Or if I'll say, "Hey, we should do this with such such," you'll be like, "Uh." You could do it. Well, but, I'm not but again, is is it the factor is is I was trained to be that way because I grew up around a lot of shady people. Are you talking about like trust? No, this is no. I don't believe that at all because it's so random. Especially you know, maybe even people say at my job or at your job. Pardon me. You you already you have already you've already had that feeling towards them or you know people's motives you can look at them and tell and you you'll say you'll say something in effect to that so and you've always warned me and you'll say you'd stop being so nice to people you can't be nice to everybody and of course generally speaking I know that but you'll say that to me when you think that I'm being too nice to people that don't deserve that type of attention do you see what I'm saying yes. you you already know it you, you'll and even when we're in public, of course you're going to be guarded because or protective over me when we're in public. But when we're, you notice that you'll place me in certain places if you see someone or you look at someone, and you'll strategically move me or just say, "Come on this way" or "Let's go." And I know it's because you're seeing people or you're reading them. And I'll just, I, now it's so, I'm so used to it, I don't even notice it anymore. But I go, why is he just <laughs> moving me away from people? Or why? Or like somebody will say hi to you. And most people approach you. And you, we talk about this all the time. So many people approach you because you're so friendly and your energy, you give off great vibrations. You make friends so easy, right? I think we both do, but you People approach you way quicker than they approach me. And when you, I, I feel like as soon as they say, hey, you'll just say, hey, how's it going? Or how do you do? Whatever the case, you just give your um, salutations. And then if it's someone that's uh, nice, not just because they treated you nice, but if they're nice and you, I don't know, vibed, if, if I, for again, lack of a better term, then you'll carry on the conversation or you'll make it a short, nice, friendly one. The nice, friendly exchange, and then you keep it moving. But if it's someone that you didn't feel, you'll be like, I don't know, or you're very short with them. And this, this is just off contact. And I go, oh, this, this person seems super nice. Look what they have. And you'll go, yep, okay, let's go. You just, you're just like that. Just, and I'm the total opposite. I just, oh my gosh, look at this. I'm, you, know, I, you know the cartoon where they have the... The the big what is that? It's like a I don't know. 
is it a Boston Terrier, the cartoon with the hat on? It's a big brute dog. Oh, yeah, and the little one. And then the little one. I'm the little dog that's, yep, yep, yep. yep hey, what are we going to do this? Hey, what are we going to do that? And you're like, shut up, shut up. Spike. Uh, yeah. Or Butch or something Yeah, like now we're probably telling our age, but yeah. And you'll uh, hit the little doggy or something. Well, you don't hit me, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you, you just say, no, we're not doing that. You just, you come on. And I did that to Lorenzo one time. We were out somewhere. And I thought you, I thought you were standing beside me. So I grabbed his back and moved him over. And he, he said he didn't know what was going on because he just moved. <laughs> it's funny that I looked at it was him. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I looked around to see where you were. You were over there talking to his wife. That's funny. That's yeah. Lorenzo is my brother. I, I, oh, I you said that? Okay. No, I didn't say I said your brother. I didn't say anything. You said name. Lorenzo. Oh, well, my bad. Yeah. Any anywho. So but, yeah, that that's um yeah. You, yeah. And I think back if I, I can't really recall, there was a TV show but, or a thing that they they had some of these psychics where everything was all cold. Well they brought these psychics in I believe John Edwards was a part of that. Yeah. They brought these psychics in and they gave them no information. Right. They had oh, yeah. to draw pictures. Yeah. They had to answer specific questions. Um, and it, it's, it wasn't anything that you can just generalize. It had yeah. to be exact answer right. to the question. Yeah. And some of them got... Close. Some of them drew the pictures. Yeah. Um. That they that they were giving them. But again, uh, is it a guess? I mean, there are only so many shapes well, you can draw. There are only so many numbers. You know, you they can... did that to Michelle and I when we were little. We used to do. See so if you had some psychic link. Yeah, we if we were telepathic or something. They gave Michelle and I used to go for testing. I feel like. Well, that weekly. was in the seventies, right? Yeah, it was in the 70s. Yeah, it was in the 70s. That's when they were doing all the ESP stuff. They actually did use, uh, I read some of that, they were using twins for, see if they had psychic abilities. Guess how many times Michelle and I were right? I don't know. Maybe twice. The entire time. Because we, you know, they brought us in there. We were hungry. We didn't know what they were doing. And they would have us sit on opposite sides and then sit there and stare at each other. I'm starving. And then they strapped us down. They held us, and I don't know why did my mom do that. <laughs> we were signed up to uh, like twin associations, and then I don't even know what. It's probably worth looking into. Now that I'm older, I wonder if yeah, you know. Just go back to government programs for ESP in the seventies. That's all you have they, to look up. They would strap us down and then I remember one of the nurses. So when they would separate us and then they would try to put things on your head or they would try to give you a needle. And I was more calm and I remember them saying, after this you get to eat something to that effect. When my twin sister, she uh flicked off. She they had to have two or three people hold her down. And my mom was saying, just, it'll be over soon. Just, it'll but be why okay. why would they tie you down just, just to get some information? They strapped us down and then they gave us needles or they took blood. Needles. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was. To this day, I have no idea. 
I have no idea. But every week almost we went there. And I feel like it was during the summer. I don't think it was during school. I remember being pulled out of school and it was in D.C., we they, drove to D.C. They took you to St. E's, a psychiatric Listen, joint? I don't, Is that what that was? They could have. I don't know. I feel like it was Children's Hospital, if I'm being honest, but I don't want to defame them or anything, but that's what I feel like because we're always familiar with that hospital. You remember? They were probably giving your yeah. mom a couple of dollars to do some research. That's what it was because they pay um, a lot of money to do, to do research. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they do. If they, I don't know. How would if you they, even know? No, I, I, I wouldn't have known. I, I wouldn't have known. I don't know. I just know that the reason why we stopped is because we went to my uncle's house after and Michelle had been crying so much and struggling so much. Her face was so swollen and she just wanted to sleep the rest of the day. I think we both were really sleepy, but we we're so excited to see our uncle. Uh, and he told my mom, do not take them back there again. And I don't even know that my dad knew that my mom was taking us. I don't know. I'm not trying to defame or even talk poorly about my mom. I don't know the reasons behind it. I, I, what I remember her saying people for research. Listen, don't say that like that's my mom. No, they I'm, did, which, that's I'm for not payment. saying anything bad. Well, but let they me. Do pay that's not money my point. This is not what she's. What I. This is what. This is what she told us when we were little. She said we're going to this place. And they're going to see if you and Michelle have powers. That's what she's prefaced it by. Twins. No, but she named certain. She said certain things that we used to do that would make her believe that something was. I mean, like that. even if you're a psychic, would there be a power? Then no. Well, I don't know. But then she, um, I guess what I'm saying is is that this has been going on where the. Um, where they've tried to do ESP things or, I mean, there's something to that if people are trying to do it so many times. I mean, you should have seen puzzles. What are you thinking? Putting those things on our head. And then, uh, then we got paired up with uh, like a twin association. And so every year they would have this kind of like convention thing. We always missed it. I think we only went to like the initial thing. I want to say orientation. I don't know. But we met a lot of twins there. And we thought that was the coolest thing because we met people that were just like us. You know, in the 70s, you're further out. You know, I mean, we had several sets in our family. But it wasn't, you know, no one really made a big deal about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, a but lot of the, the information di- is out there. That but, the research that has been done, it's all been released. The right. CIA released the information on the Stargate program. and that I, it's been a while since I watched the TV show, and that's a good documentary for right. you to watch. It's called Third Eye Spies. On What's Amazon. that about? That's the the story of the, the gentleman who ran the Stargate oh, uh, program, Russell Targ. And so the guy Pat Price, I've watched that, and I've watched some stuff on YouTube with these people. Yeah. Um, but can like like going back to what I was saying, can you really call this powers? Are they digging for stuff that's not really there? Well, you know, we're only using certain part of our brain. Well, they said that. I remember Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson commented on that once before about, you know, we only use 10% of our brain. But that's not really the truth. We only use certain parts of, we use our entire brain, but we only use certain parts of our brains at certain times. 
or for certain sure. functions. So in the fact that we have like a a hidden part in our brain is not the truth. We that's one of the things that's it's the that's truth. really that's not is the least thing, one of the least things that are understood is the human brain. Sure. But I, we just haven't tapped into it. It's not that it's not true. It's just that we, well, we're, we're, too, we're not, we haven't progressed enough to know. Well, to understand. To understand, exactly. So you can't prove or disprove it. Yeah, or, that's, or that, just, that's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, we, they can. I haven't done enough research to know that that's a scientific fact. So. Well, the, uh, these, what they call these neuroscience People do research on that all the time. Sure, well, I'm saying and they, if they don't understand everything about the brain, of course, the average Joe's not going to understand it. You know, no, I'm saying what well, you're saying about the ten percent. I think that that's across the board. They have said that it's just the understanding of it to see what we're tapping into. That's so the unknown. It's like um, that movie. What's the name was in? Who? Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, just like the movie Scarlett Johansson played in, mm-hmm. as she was going along, as the movie went along, she was doing using more and more of her brain. Where and all of a sudden she got these powers. Right at the end of the movie, where she can, you know, um, throw people around with her mind and yeah. stuff like that. You know, is is that what if we use our entire brain, is that Listen, what's going to happen? They, they, they try to make you move like, cups and things like yeah, that now like with your people, brain. People, you know, bending spoons with their brains and moving stuff it's with a their brain. Sir, you just don't you know, know. I, I have to actually, just like we, we talk about things all the time. I have to see it to believe it. Right. You have to experience it first. You have to experience for yourself. If you don't experience it for yourself, it's hard to grasp. Do you think when we were in Vegas and each time we went, that lady, it's almost as if she's seeking me out? Are you talking about Atlantic City? No, talking about Vegas. The lady with her little boy, every year we go, she finds me. And not because she stays in the same place. But we stay in the same place when we go to Vegas. We don't. We do not walk in the same place. How did she? We weren't staying at Planet Hollywood, and she came up to me. Maybe tw- that year, but we always no, walk. Listen, she she caught me twice at Planet Hollywood, and then on the strip. How is she just out of everybody? She walks. Maybe you look like a sucker to her. Maybe she walks through the crowd. She walks through the crowd to get me. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, how many people are walking the strip? And then you go off to a line. We were looking at tickets, and she makes her way to me. How is that even possible? Is it because I'm standing there? It's No, maybe because you have eye contact. I don't have eye contact. I can't half see. How do you know? You don't, You could be looking in her direction every mm-hmm. single time. I'm not looking in that lady's direction. She'd be all up in her face, and she'd be I'm thinking not. she got a friend. I think it's she feels my energy or something. Uh, she, she, she's she think, weird. She and thinks she, she has says, a friend. Do you remember she said, she said, I have to read you. Remember the last time? And it was you and Sean. No, that was the second to the last time. She said, I have to read you. And then I said, I can't. Maybe I'll come back and you'll be here. And I said, where's your business card? Give me a business card. She said, I don't have one. And then she was looking through her purse. She said, oh, here I go. And it was an old crumpled up one. She said, just call me. 
That was the second to the last time. And that was with you and Sean. Then the last time I saw her, her little boy was a lot bigger. And she said, I, I found you. Remember? Man, you should do like Dave Chappelle said. What? What did the five fingers say to the face? Oh, jeez. I'm serious. I'm serious. That's so weird. And, and you go there once a year out of the thousands of people. How do you, and, I mean, maybe she goes up and says, you found me to everybody. Yeah, you could. I, 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 I mean, well, what, what do people do? Well, just remember this. She didn't, she, when she walked up to other people, she didn't say that. She just said, I do readings. Can you help me? And she said, all I want you to do is help me feed me and my son. That's what she said to everybody else. But to me, she said, I found you. I wanted to give you a reading. But if she was a psychic, couldn't she figure out where to get a job? Oh, it don't work like that? That's not how that works. She can't use her mind power to find a job? That's not how that works. So you figure out, you know, you look down, walk down the strip, go, yeah, this place is hiring. They'll hire me. I like that person. That's not how that works. It don't work like that? Mm -mm. So how do psychic powers work, though? Who knows? Does it it work for you? That's why they have the, the government on it. Looking into it, and I mean, on, on on the TV shows that we watch, you have to touch something, or only certain people. That well, you the can little girl read. that's now on Fuse or whatever, she likes to hold your hand, and she'll she'll give you a reading. She's in college, her and her roommates. Yeah, and what was I think pretty interesting that we watched recently was. That chick, Kim Russo, when, was it T-Pain that was on there? Yeah, that was old, old episode. I know it's right. old, but it was new to me because I just saw it. It was new to you it. because you, just, you haven't seen it yet. But I, I think that was pretty interesting because, you yeah. know, if you don't know who T-Pain is, he's a rapper. A rapper. You know, from, he's still, I wouldn't say back in the day because he's still relevant today. He does a lot of. He was of, on The Masked Singer. He's you know, definitely relevant. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, you know, because he doesn't have an album out right now, but no. he's in the studio, produces and does stuff like sure. that too. So, but, and he did win the first season of The Masked Singer. If you haven't watched that show, that is the beast. That is a bomb show. But I think it was interesting that. It all boiled down to a hearst that he bought. You mean and had hearse? His hearse. <laughs> it all boiled down to a hearse that he bought and had parked in his garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she kind of narrowed it down to. Yeah. That could have been. Because remember, she started talking about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's all scripted. You just don't know. But I did read one of her books, and uh, it sounded pretty accurate to me, just uh, based on one of her books. I, I did read one of her books, and I read Sylvia Brown's book. I have a story about Sylvia Brown uh, personally. Oh, you met her? I didn't meet her. You had a dream about her? No. Yeah, some psychic connections across the world. No, but I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it, and then we can decide whether we're going to talk about it. But it was, um, it surrounded her book, but it was something that was really weird, and it's recorded. Well, it's re- everything behind psychics and mediums are weird anyway. No. Well, yeah. You're right, because I'd never experienced this before either. I've never had a psychic read me, nor am I interested. No one's ever come up to me 
and say, can I read your palm or nothing like so that ever. So we'll have a conversation offline because I don't, I don't know, even know that, that you know this secrets. How long have you known me my whole life? But oh. this is recorded. I'm serious. It's recorded and I'm going to play it for you offline. Okay. And then, yeah. Well, we'll see what it but is. But we would, I couldn't play it online because I would be. Defaming someone. No, I don't necessarily know that I would be defaming them, but it was it's kind of personal, so I don't know. It's um it was like a um it was like in a religious setting oh. kind of well, thing. So even in know. religious settings, prophets, what do you think prophets are? They're sure. You know, psychics, mediums. Yeah. You know, telling the future. Yeah. You know, like Nostradamus and those people. Right. It's Things that they're not accurate, and it's up to a lot of things that are written down. A lot of things that were written down a long time ago, it's up to the interpretation of the people that read it. Agreed. So the world's going to end. How many times? 1999, it was supposed to end. It was supposed to end just a few years ago on December 21st. Yeah. I mean, there's different. 2K9. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's a bunch of different things that these people, you know, it's it's a, a numbers a yeah. numbers game. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, you can put out as much information that that you want. Something will happen right. if, if you gamble long enough. You'll win at least one time. Yeah, you Very know. True. So is it what these mediums they go up to so many people, and finally they get something right, and this is what they record for their television show. Right. Could that be the case? Right. Or could they walk up to everybody? Or like I said before, is it just the energy that certain people give off that they feel the energy of the people that, you know, because when you when you walk up to somebody, not even sometimes just looking at them, you can tell that they're sad. Yeah. Automatically, something auras. is wrong. And I believe people give off auras, and that's part of energy. I believe, I believe that wholeheartedly. I told you, uh, maybe I, I keep on saying that we need to have more conversations. But I told you about my old coworker. Uh, the the she used to um, her first name starts with an S, and she's from Hyderabad. Uh, so she, her, her father, so she is an intuitive person just by nature. And she, um, called a lot of things or she knew about things. She's similar to you. Whereas remember the lady that came to be my boss and how excited I was about her. I said, Oh, she's super nice. We have great conversations. We zoom all the time. We video chat. And I tried to pan the camera around during one of our conference calls to her. And she just was like, hi. And I said, okay. That was like the hardest time. Typically when you're in an office setting, you go, hi, nice to meet you. Nothing. She gave her nothing. And then I took him to see the our finance manager and hey, such and such. And he's go, hey, how are you? They know each other. They've known each other for eight years. I was kind of late to the party. I didn't know they knew one another. Uh, fast forward, <laughs> when things started hitting the fan, she said, I, t- I told you that was going to happen. I, when I got off the phone with her, she said, I don't like her. 
And I said, why? She said, I know people. And I said, but have you met her? She said, no, I haven't met her, but I know her. I know her type. Just when she said hello, I know her. Yeah, sometimes, you know, what's even harder? What? When people are bipolar. Those are really hard to read. Oh, yeah. As far as, you know, reading people. Sure. Because... They it could be one way or the other. One way or the other. Yeah. They have these mental things that are going on. There have been one or two people that I got wrong feelings about, but then I caught the real. Then. Oh, yeah. So, and... Are they related to me? That's, pro- that's possible. No, they're right? not related to you, but I, I've spoke about, um, especially one of them, for quite a bit before. But anywho... Um, I don't know, can, can you lump up or lump together all of these people with this gift? Remote viewers, psychic mediums, uh, sensitive people with intuition, um, like the people that have dreams and they tell you their dreams. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, can you just put all the bundle, those people those people all up in the same category? Yeah. No, well, not necessarily in the same category because when they're because they're all different. Like a clairvoyant would be different See, from I, someone that's intuitive. But is it it's just a slight difference in the way they do things. The way that they they receive energy and information. Yeah. But at the end of the day it's the same. Do you mean it's derived from the same? No, not derived. The final or the the output is the same. They're giving you some information or are supposed to be giving you information or found out information about you or tell you information about yourself. These, This is all the same thing. Well, I guess, but I mean, would you say that like what I'm saying to you, do you saying about you rather you and my former coworker that you guys are intuitive is is that is would you classify that as a gift or a knowing what is that yeah that's what i i'm trying to figure that out myself is yeah. that all bundled up into the same thing because you can have the same job but do your job slightly different yeah and come to the same conclusion at work at the end of the day, I don't know. It's a good question. I know. I would like to. I would like to sit down and have a real conversation with somebody that is a psychic or a remote viewer. Or we can make that happen. Sensitive. We can make that happen. Once we get off here, I will give you some good information. No, I don't want information. I want somebody no, that you will could come sit down. and sit down and talk to me oh. on the air and tell me how they do it or not how they do it or how they how it come to be how they came to be a psychic but you would or have to like experience that. it yourself no but you could still you can give me some understanding give me some education Kim about Roos, it. there's books you could do no, that I, I can but you can read there's interviews on the YouTube. best way to learn the best way to learn anything is to delve into it sure. to expose yourself to it yeah, I guess. So you can read books. I mean, if you what just I'm went saying, to school and read no, books. No, I'm talking you, about the by the person that wrote it. 
Sylvia Brown wrote it, and she wrote how she got her gift. John Edwards has a book. He talks about no, how he got his gift. No, I, I want to talk to someone. Look me You're straight gonna, in the eye, and you oh, tell me. Because then you would believe them. Then I would believe them. You yeah. tell me how you became this. When did you become this? You may or may not get that answer, but... No, but... It, it, but you can, it's what easier think- to understand because you can read in the book. And again, everything that's written could be your interpretation of what they're saying. All right? No. There's some I, things that are specific. Sure. But then some things there are vague, could be vague. And again, up to your interpretation. But if I'm sitting in front of you and you're answering questions that I want to know, then it would make me understand more because when I went to school, that's why all the classes I took was lecture. Yeah. Because I read, I read the book, but I still want you to teach me this subject. From your mouth. From your mouth. Got it. From your education. Sure. I get to it. my ears. What do you think about channeling? That's the same thing. I'm saying, what do you think about it? I don't know. I could, we watched the, we watched tons of television shows over the years, and I just no, really can't wrap my head. Meaning, around. meaning someone like Abraham Hicks. Are you familiar with her? No, but channeling her, people, him. channeling people is talking to the dead. No, not necessarily talking to the dead. So there's a whole thing. That's what Ghost Whisperer did. That's what Jennifer <laughs> Love Hewitt did. No, not just the dead. No, n- not channeling. Okay, you know how. Um, you know how the. Uh, maybe that's not a good example. I can't think of it, but. I follow someone by the name of Abraham Hicks, and there's people that are like her, him, her, um, and uh, her and her husband. I follow, and it's interesting. Well, the good thing about topics like this, it's we can un- we can un- talk un- about them later, can, but because that's it, a whole other topic. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Is the good thing about topics like this is. Trying to get to understanding, and it could be revisited. I just over want to know the science again. behind it. Like, how yeah. is it? Well, happening? we talked that's a little bit just, about the science, a you know, little bit, a little bit about the science. So, if I don't know if you watch any of the documentaries, but you can go back and watch the documentaries on ESP and what you referenced to earlier that mind control was an LSD program that they had back in the 70s when they gave prisoners and prisoners of war right, LSD to try to. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, what's his name was part of it. Um, Whitey Bulger was a part of that program, I believe, at one point in prison. Whitey Bulger, he's the big mob guy um, out of Boston. Oh, okay, you guys just look it up if you've never heard of Whitey Bulger. He's he's dead now. He died in prison, but he was a big mob person, mob boss that worked with the CIA back in the day. He went to prison early on, and they gave him LSD as a part of this mind control program. And I believe they stopped that in like the 80s. So it went on for like 10 or 15 years that they they did this, and they found that inconclusive also as the evidence that they got from that. 
But again, this topic can always can be revisited over and over again. I'd like to honestly, I'd like to sit down and talk to someone we may to give me some insight. So if anybody out there has someone that want to sit down and talk about this, please let me know. If you have any psychic stories yourself, or if you're a psychic, just email me at jwcarterfilmworks at gmail.com. Again, that is jwcarterfilmworks at gmail.com. All right. Until next time. Take care. Ciao, ciao. Peace.